Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Hey everyone, welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, what a great, great show we've got planned for you today. Uh, you know, I love that I get to read so many of the books that come across my desk. You know, so many of the people that are out in the world and providing us with the tools that we need to live the lives we truly desire. And I got to, um, well, let me just say, I got to meet and uh, was introduced to the work of Dr. Joe Spenza several years ago. And it has been just a pure delight and honor to watch the work that he has been doing and how he has really opened up the door for all of us to understand the power of our mind. Joining me here today, uh, we're going to talk about his latest book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Boy, do I love, I'll tell you, I can't wait to find this thing out today, How to Lose Your Mind and Create a New One. Neuroscientist, lecturer, author, Dr. Joe is an expert on the brain, mind, and human potential. And a matter of fact, he has spent his life uh, exploring, studying, and figuring out how the human mind actually works, what we do, how, how we store information, and in the end, what are the patterns that we use over and over again. So today, we're going to be talking about some of these patterns. We get, we're going to, more importantly, we're going to talk about what is it going to take for us to lose our mind and create a new one, and why do we even want to do that? Well, drawing on scientific and universal principles, Dr. Joe is one of the most sought-after speakers on the topic. And beyond all of that, his best-selling books, Evolve Your Brain, The Science of Changing Your Mind, uh, was one of my first introductions to how to absolutely understand the power that we have sitting on top of our shoulders right here and beyond. So, Dr. Joe, it's great to have you here. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Pat. I'm happy to be with you. Making the habit of being yourself. Uh, you know, I've looked in the mirror some days, and I haven't even been able to recognize myself, especially when I was younger. And you know, what I mean by that is that, you know, every once in a while, we have an aha moment where we realize that the person in the mirror is not the person we want to be. And the life that we have is not the life we really want. And that the patterns of our behavior, you know what? Let's just say less than great. So let's talk about your book for a minute and, you know, why this is so important to understand that being ourselves is a habit. Sure. I, I think that um, by the time we're 35 years old, we've pretty much mastered <clears throat> our state of being. We've, we've been thinking the same thoughts, performing the same actions, and living by the same feelings. And you know, your personality creates your personal reality, and your personality is actually made up of how you think, how you act, and how you feel. So the present personality who's listening to this show today has created their present personal reality called their life, which means then if you want to create a new personal reality, a new life, then on a fundamental level we have to begin to change the thoughts that we think and wire those thoughts in our brain, demonstrate new behaviors, and, and then finally live by some elevated emotions. And if we can do that, <clears throat> by sure, 
we'll be experiencing something different in our life. And I think most people try to create a new personal reality as the same personality, and it really doesn't work. Well, you know, one of the things that, for me, that I've discovered along the way is it doesn't really work. But, yeah, why are we so, Dr. Joe, why are we so addicted to the idea that, you know, the way we are and some of the things we do actually don't work? And yet we live the lives that we absolutely do not want to live. We don't have enough money. We don't have enough time. We don't have the love we want. You know what I'm saying? We think our spiritual practice is really in the toilet and so forth and so on. And it's just like, come on. You know, we want to change, and yet it's as if we're caught in this box that we can't get out of. Well, let's just, let's just uh, accept the idea that the way we think has some effect on our life, that our thoughts in some way control our destiny. So then if we accept that idea then we have to talk a little bit about neuroscience because your brain is organized to reflect everything you know in your life. Your brain is a record of your familiar life and environment. It's a record of your past. So most people get up in the morning, they get out of bed on the same side, they shut the alarm clock off with the same finger as they did the day before, they slip into their favorite slippers that they wear every day, they use the toilet like they always do, then they look in the mirror to remember who they are. They shower in the same routine way. They drink the same cup of coffee out of the same mug. They drive to work the same way. They see the same people and do the same things that create the same emotions. Uh, and they see the same people that push the same emotional buttons. And then they hurry up and go home so they can hurry up and check their emails. They can hurry up and watch their favorite TV show so they can hurry up and go to bed. Right. And hurry up and do it all over again. Now, oh, my gosh, you're making me tired already, and I'm just starting my day. <laughs> well, <laughs> the bottom line is is that the, the person is thinking the same thoughts, performing the same actions, and living by the same emotions, but secretly expecting something unusual to show up in their life. And as they see the same people and go to the same places and do the same things, it's the external environment that's turning on different circuits in their brain to cause them to think equal to everything that they know. And as long as you keep thinking everything equal to everything that's familiar in your life, you keep creating more of the same life. So to truly change then is to think greater than our environment, to think greater than the conditions in our life, to think greater than the circumstances in our world. And every great person in history knew this, whether it was William Wallace or Mahatma Gandhi or Joan of Arc or Madame Curie or Martin Luther King. They all had a vision that was bigger than them. They couldn't see it or smell it or taste it or feel it or or hear it, but to them it was alive in their minds. So the question is, can you believe in a future that you can't see or experience with your senses yet, but you've thought about enough times in your mind that your brain is literally changed to look like the experience has already happened? Now, neuroscience says it's absolutely possible that we can change our brain just by thinking. Now, when your brain is physically changed to look like the event has already happened, your brain is no longer a record of the past, but now, in fact, a map to the future. And we begin to install the neurological hardware ahead of the actual experience. So now we are actually living in a future reality in the present moment, and that's how we begin to climb out of uh, living the same life. One of the things I wanted to talk with you about 
you know, and, and Dr. Joe, you go, uh, or you travel the world. You do many lectures in many places. I, I'm curious about what the, if there is, what the top one or two questions are that people ask you. What, what are the top one or two things that people are trying to solve? I think the big thing that everybody asks me is, uh, you know, this is a time in history where people not only want to know, but the big question is they want to know how. So I think that one of the most important questions that I continuously hear is, how do we change? You know, how do I actually change, and how do I become somebody else? Now, this uh, is a fundamental question because, as you said at the beginning of the show, we become so predictable and so routine that we're really stuck in a pattern. And so I think people really want to know how they make their way out of their, the pattern of their life. And it takes a little bit of practice. It takes a little bit of knowledge. It takes a little bit of will. And it, and it takes demystifying the mystical so that people can step outside of the boundaries of familiar life. All right. Here's the question that I want to talk with you about. What has been the hardest thing that you've had to change in your life, Dr. Joe? Wow, I don't know if we have enough time for that. Yeah, you know, I'm telling you, you, you know what it's like to come on the show with me, right? They send me all these questions, and then I really want to ask you some other questions. But, you know, I, the reason that I ask that question is because, I, I mean, I've been thinking about this a lot. You know, I've changed a lot of things in my life. Uh, but how about the things I haven't changed? What is it about them that I'm really not wanting to face? And, and I, I, I don't know. Do each of us have a set uh, of these things, Dr. Joe, that, uh, you know, amongst everything else we do, we lose weight, we go to the gym, we get great careers. Do we, does everybody have a set where they just can't seem to flip the switch? Well, I think the hardest part of all of this, you know, the process of change, really is making the time to do it. You know, to make time for our precious selves to begin to think about a simple question, which sounds something like this. What is the greatest expression of myself that I want to be today? What, what is the greatest um, state of being that I can demonstrate in my day-to-day? And if you sat down or if you and I sat down and said, okay, what are the values and things that are important to me? And, I, and you said, okay, let me remind myself how I no longer want to think. Let me become conscious of those unconscious programs, those unconscious thoughts that keep me returning back to the same self. And let me become aware of those behaviors that I demonstrate that keep me staying the same person or making the same choices. And what emotions that are really a record of the past that are not really who I am but how I've memorized myself to be. And let me just become so conscious of those unconscious states of mind and body that I would never return back to the old self again in my waking day. And if we said, now, what is a greater way to be? How would greatness live? How would they act? How would they think? What thoughts do I want to wire in my brain? And what behaviors can I demonstrate? And as if we began to sit there with our eyes closed and conjure up and speculate a new way of being, If we did it properly, there would come a moment that what we were thinking literally would become the experience in our mind. And when that happens, the end product of an experience is called a feeling or an emotion. We would begin to feel like this new being. 
Now, when you're thinking and feeling differently than when you typically do when you wake up in your familiar life, a new state of being is a new personality. And if we can maintain that modified state of mind and body our entire day, then there should be something different that shows up in our life. That's the law. So I think one of the most difficult parts of all of this is really the challenge for many of us is really making the time to do it. You know, making time for our precious selves to begin to cultivate new levels of mind and body. And um, for me personally, to answer your question, I think the greatest challenge has always been that concept of surrender, the concept of being able to create a new state of being and then surrender the outcome to a greater mind and ask it to resolve it in a way that's right for me or to begin to be open to possibilities. And so many of us, I think, are conditioned into trying to make it happen instead of allowing it to happen. And it takes a, quite a bit of effort to, to, uh, to be able to, to trust in the unseen. All right. One of the things I love about this is the idea of trusting in the unseen. And, you know, sometimes we do this all the time. You know, we make a wish upon a star as kids, don't we, Dr. Joe? I mean, at least I did, right? Um, Many of us we, do, yeah. Right. We, we, we put our tooth under the pillow and uh, we wake up the next day and the tooth fairy has come. And we have uh, a quarter, a dollar, whatever you get for your tooth these days. Actually, I'm not sure what the, how much a kid's tooth is worth right now. You probably get an iPad for it. Um, it, it then you know, we have Christmas. This is the biggest, if I could think of anything else, uh, except life after death. It is one of the greatest senses of believing in the invisible that we have. Why is it, Dr. Joe, and let's talk about this when we come back from break, why is it we can dream and we can think about some things um, uh, that uh, are so much part of our culture and yet we cannot dream and visualize and think about the best life we can have? Is it because those things happen to us when we're kids? Well, breaking the habit of being yourself, I love this. Dr. Joe Dispenza joining me here today. How to lose your mind and create a new one. When we come back, I'm going to talk exactly. We talk with Dr. Joe about what does that mean to lose your mind? You know, what is it that we tell ourselves that stops us from that great job? You know, from making a big sale. You know, from being kind to another person, from doing work overseas. What is it that stops us, that stops us from picking up the phone? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is a fabulous book. Dr. Joe has done it again. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. I was dealing with anxiety and depression and nothing seemed to help me. Then I started to work with Dr. Schaub's Breakthrough Program. In just a few sessions, he helped me to finally understand and heal the deeper root cause of my challenges. As a result, I feel more centered and confident than ever before. And now I have the tools which will continue to support me throughout my life's journey. Dr. Schaub's approach has changed my life. Hello, I'm Dr. Friedman Schaub. 
and I work with people across the globe to help them break through anxiety and depression and access their true potential. If you are ready to bring back confidence, joy, and meaning in your life, call us to schedule a free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. That's 866-903-6463. Or visit our website at CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. We all want deeper, more intimate relationships. But how do we create successful relationships and maintain strong connections? Peter Kane has some real answers. Author of The Monogamy Challenge, Creating and Keeping Intimacy, Peter is one of the original breath workers and relationship trainers with over 30 years experience. Breathe, relax, or create intimacy and keep it thriving. Visit PeterKane.org or contact Peter Kane at 425-802-2050. Cancer is complex. Chemotherapy is no longer just enough. You need doctors with an integrative, holistic approach supporting you. Your immune system, emotions, and healthy cells need all the help they can get through nutrition, immunotherapy, IV vitamin C, and more. At Holistic Medical Center, you find it all. Dr. Darvish, the medical director, is the only doctor in Washington formally trained in integrative cancer therapies. Visit Dr. Darvish at drdarvish.com. That's drdarvish.com. Have you ever wanted to join a yoga class, yet felt self-conscious or simply didn't have the time? Now you can bring live kundalini yoga into your home with KRI-certified Dr. Ann Taylor. You will learn a scientific technology of movement, mantra, meditation, and breathing techniques designed to balance your mind, body, and spirit. Sign up today for our free newsletter and receive your first class free. Visit annwithanetaylor.com. Hi, my name is Dr. Dane here from Access Consciousness. Are you a seeker, a dreamer, one of those people who's always known that there should be greater possibilities available but haven't yet been able to create it as your life? I'd like to help. Go to creatinggreaterpossibilities.com where there's a free video and audio series created especially for you. Once again, creatinggreaterpossibilities.com. It's free and it's designed to give you the actual tools that you need to create the life you've always been looking for. creatinggreaterpossibilities.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza is joining me here today. You know, there are so many things that we can talk about, but I have to tell you, um, I don't know how he does it. His latest book is what I have in front of me, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, How to Lose Your Mind and Create a New One, uh, best-selling author of Evolve Your Brain. Dr. Joe, of course, travels the world. He um, has a couple of things I want to mention coming up that are so important. Dr. Joe, welcome uh, back to the show. It's so great to have you here again. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Uh, let's talk about a couple of things. We definitely have a book which is available everywhere. Um, but you have a live monthly teleclass coming up. Um, you have a CD series, and you're going to be uh, at a number of different places. First of all, you're going to be at the East West Bookshop in Seattle. Uh, and then you're, you're featured in the hit film, uh, People vs. the State of Illusion. Um, tell us about the live monthly teleclass for a moment. 
Well, I think that a lot of people uh, are interested, uh, if they see me lecture somewhere, if they read my book, just to ask questions and stay connected. So we created a, a live uh, teleclass that's the last Thursday of every month, and that gives people an opportunity to um, dial in, and then I do about a 20 or 30 or 40-minute uh, discussion on a particular topic, and then we spend the next 40 minutes or so, um, 45 minutes, answering questions that are related to the topic all kinds of things, everything from anxiety and depression to creating the life you want to uh, the hormones of stress and what it does to the brain and body. Give people some gentle reminders about, um, about uh, keeping their, 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 their mind in the game. And, and so it's become really popular. Uh, we get hundreds of emails every day with questions, and it's just, it's just no way we can answer all those questions. So we created the teleclass so that... Uh, People can engage in the process. So it's the last Thursday of every month. It's 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. If you can't get in on the call, they, they mail you the MP3 file for you to listen to and keep. And uh, the responses that we've gotten, the feedback has been really great. Oh, it's great. You know, one of the things that you know we're faced with, Dr. Joe, and, and, but, but let's talk about this a minute. Let's talk about the movie. Um, and for those people that are out, uh, that are listening uh, from the Seattle venue, I mean, of course, this movie was held over. Let's talk about the, the hit film People versus the State of Illusion and what that's about um, and, and why people are responding to that so well and, and your role in it. Well, um, the movie People versus the State of Illusion is an opportunity for people to really see that to some degree that we're all trapped in our own prisons. And our, the prison, of course, tends to be the habituations of, uh, of, of thoughts and actions and, and emotions that brand us from the past and, and that really to break free from those prison walls has nothing to do with the same paradigm in which we've done up until this point. It really is about a new way of uh, understanding, a realization of self and an opportunity to transcend our limitations. And so the movie is... Uh, well, it sold out last weekend in, in Seattle. They're, they're going to hold it over this weekend, and I'm actually going to be there on Saturday night doing a Q&A after the movie at the Landmark Theater. It's, it really is um, a way for people to relate. And so there's a storyline about a man who um, makes some choices. Uh, after drinking a couple glasses of wine, he winds up uh, running a red light and, and uh, killing a, a woman uh, yeah, accidentally, and he has to go to jail. And he's separated from his daughter, and he's a single parent. And he has to go through this transformation. So as he goes through the transformation, um, there are you know commentaries from some researchers and scientists and authors that you know, really help people to correlate the truth of what's going on uh, with uh, the, the storyline and give people an understanding that they could possibly relate to this in some way. And so. Austin Vickers, the, the writer and producer of the movie, very impeccable man, uh, really has a mission to really make a difference in the world. And uh, Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer bought the, the distribution rights to the movie, and it's going to uh, probably be shown all over the United States in the next month or two here. Oh, it's exciting. You know, this is really one of those times, to Joe, that we get to step back and look at the world we live in and ask ourselves the question that uh, you talk about and address in a book, survival versus creation. And, you know, there are so many um, folks that, that believe they are just surviving, joy in their lives, have 
you know, been gone and, and they're trying to figure out how to piece things together. And so I wanted to talk with you about, you know, what it is that has been piling up for people and what we can do to live in that place of creation. Well, you know, we really live in two states of mind. In living in survival, really, Dr. Pat, is living in stress. And living in stress is when your body is knocked out of balance. That's what stress is, when your body's knocked out of homeostasis. The stress response is what your body innately does to return itself back to order. Now, we have different types of stresses. We have physical stresses like injuries or accidents or falls or traumas. We have chemical stresses like flus and allergies and pesticides and pollutants and hormones and food and blood sugar levels and heavy metals. And then we have emotional stress, which is everything in our life, traffic jams, Internet connections, second mortgaging, single parenting, um, 401Ks, family tragedies. And every time the body responds to something in an external environment, the body begins to react by mobilizing enormous amounts of energy to repair itself for some threat. Now, all organisms in nature are designed for short-term stress. A zebra gets chased by a lion. 30, 20 minutes later, it goes back to grazing, and the stress is over. Human beings are very different. What makes us so unique as human beings is that we can make thought more real than anything else because of the size of our brain. And so we can begin to think about some worst-case scenario. We can begin to anticipate something happening in our life. And just by thought alone, we can turn on the stress response, and the body begins to respond as if that event is happening. We can unfold a past bitter memory that's tattooed in the recesses of our gray matter. And like magic, it comes to life. And to the body, it's actually real because the body is the unconscious mind. It does not know the difference between an actual experience in your life that creates an emotion and the emotions that we fabricate by thought or memory alone. So most people spend the majority of their time living in the future or living in the past, and by doing that, they're mobilizing all this energy for some threat, and their body's consistently knocked out of balance. Now, if you keep turning on the stress response and you can't turn off the stress response, now you're headed for disease. And it's a scientific fact that 90% of those hormones that are created from stress really push the genetic buttons that create disease. So, in fact, our thoughts can make us sick. So one of the things that we have is we have a rise of, of, of many, many things. You know, definitely a rise of autoimmune disease, uh, definitely obesity and, and things that people are really, really struggling with. You know, <clears throat> what is it about our lives that we need to know? What is it about, you know, our brains, our minds you know, that we don't believe? You know, Dr. Joe, is it that we don't believe that if we think it, it will come to be? Well, you know, when we're living in survival, when we're living in stress, we're more concerned about things that have to do with our bodies, things that have to do with our immediate environment. We begin to associate with, as a, you know, we begin to associate or create an identity that is a body in a particular environment and living in a particular linear line of time. And the hormones of stress literally create the emotions of fear and anxiety and pain and suffering and hopelessness and powerlessness and anger and aggression and hatred. Those are the 
hormones of stress begin to begin to endorse the ego for us to become very over-focused on the self. Now, when the gazelle is being chased by the lion or the zebra is being chased by the lion, it becomes very, very uh, concerned about its body. And, and when we live by the hormones of stress, we obsess about our bodies. We obsess about things we own or we don't own. We obsess about time. In this state, we cannot focus on long-term building projects. We can't focus on an unknown or a new future because the hormones cause us to really focus on what we know and what is predictable and familiar. And we try to predict the next moment based on the last moment. And we could never create anything uh, new or unknown in that, in that state. And it's interesting then that these hormones over time, as they begin to keep knocking us out of balance, that imbalance becomes the new balance and now we're headed for disease. And when we live by these hormones of stress and we're reacting to everything in our life, these hormones are very, very addictive. They become uh, like triple cappuccinos, and we begin to associate the problems in our life, the conditions in our life, the bad relationship, the bad job, just to get an emotional rush, a high, so that we can feel that, feel that addiction. So when we react that way, there's always a gap between the way things appear and the way things really are. Our perception is altered. And if we, if we do something during that alteration in our, in our normal balance, we'll always say something like, gosh, I should have never said that. Ooh, I should have never done that. I should have never thought that. I should have never sent that email. Because these hormones cause us to act like an amped up animal with a big memory bank. And we become materialists. We focus on reality by using our senses. And to create something unknown, to create something new, is to create a reality beyond our senses. That means then we have to switch from the hindbrain to the forebrain. We have to go from being a somebody to being a nobody. True creation happens when we forget about ourselves, when we become so involved with what we're doing that we move into the present moment and we become nobody. We become no thing. We become no time. And that's the moment where we're entering into possibility. I love it. Dr. Joe Dispenza joining me here today. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about what, how to close the gap and what role does meditation play in all of this? You know, do we have to grieve the old you? How do we take care of that? What does that mean? Well, Dr. Joe, I'll tell you what, he's covering it all. When we come back, we'll give you his website, tell you how to get a copy of the book and much more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, and I want to share something amazing with you. If you're sick of information and ready for an extreme transformation, then check out world-renowned energy healer Ann Taylor at FasterQuickerBetter.com. She's been creating miracles in tens of thousands of people's lives for over 16 years, and I'm one of those people. You, too, can easily do the same by simply listening to her recordings. If you want to miraculously eliminate fears, worries, and negative beliefs, then you owe it to yourself to purchase her amazing package, which includes over 50 pieces of healing work. Thanks to Anne's 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Hurry over to FasterBetterQuicker.com and finally experience the quantum leap in consciousness that you truly deserve. 
Licensed psychotherapist Kathy DeBono now offers her services through private sessions over secure online video chat or voice-only phone calls if you prefer. You can even choose to use instant messenger or email exchange. Go to kathyisin.com to learn more about licensed psychotherapist Kathy DeBono and how she and her unique brand of intuitive counseling can help you achieve the change you want to see in your life. kathyisin.com TransformationTalkRadio.com TransformationTalkRadio.com Transforming the world one listener at a time. The Ascension Foundation, serving to build an interdimensional community. The Ascended Masters invite you to join them in co-creating this mission. Allow the Masters to lead the way in activating the wisdom of your heart consciousness and raising your vibration. You can communicate with them directly by attending apportation events and classes in mediumship, crystal light energy healing, alchemy, master studies, past life regression, and more. For a schedule of classes, workshops, and special events, visit theascensionfoundation.com. That's theascensionfoundation.com. Tune in each Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern for the hit show, Out of the Fog with Karen Hager, the Fog City Psychic. Spark your spirit and ignite your soul with spiritual conversation and enlightening guests that will help you get clear and catapult you into action. You'll meet metaphysical movers and shakers, intuitives, spiritual visionaries, and more. Want an on-air reading? Karen's down-to-earth style and lively curiosity delivers the compassionate, no-nonsense, intuitive advice that's become her trademark. Visit FogCityPsychic.com and book your reading today. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the show. If you've missed any information or any part of this show, you're going to want to go to my website, drpatlive.com or the drpatshow.com. And uh, we will have this archive up shortly if you want to see a replay or listen to a replay of this. We are going to be having this going on at 8 o'clock tonight on VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. So, Dr. Joe Dispenza joining me here today. Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, How to Lose Your Mind and Create a New One. You know, this book is one of the – this is one of these times – where you actually get to read this book and understand the kinds of things that are working for you in your life and the kinds of things that are not and what the heck to do. Uh, we've used Dr. Joe so many things. We've, we've, we've talked about uh, in, our, in our day-to-day, the environment. We've talked about our upbringing. We talk about genetics. We talk about so many things. And I, I wanted to... You know, speak with you on how to begin to break the cycle. But before we do, what's the best website? What's the best place for people uh, to to find out more about you? Sure, my website is just simply drjoedispenza.com. D r j o e d i s p e n z a dot com, and and uh, that's probably the best way people can get a hold of us. Great. All right, let's talk about breaking the cycle of things. Um, and and, and, medita- and meditation and what meditation does um, to help us do this because I think a lot of people don't put this together 
you know, they think if I sit here and I say my affirmation, you know, I'm a really good person, I'm a really good person, you know, they think that that's going to do it, and yet we're finding that that may or may not be enough. Sure. I mean, you know, my passion, Dr. Pat, is really to demystify the mystical. I love to use science as the contemporary language of mysticism, and I think that uh, this is a time in history where uh, culture and tradition and religion tends to separate people, and for, for obvious reasons, science tends to unify people because it's really the study of the nature of reality. Well, the word meditation, the actual translation of the word, literally means to become familiar with. That's the Tibetan translation of the word to meditate, to become familiar with. So the process of change always requires unlearning and relearning. It requires breaking the habit of your old self and then reinventing a new self. It requires pruning synaptic connections, as we say in neuroscience, and sprouting new connections. It requires unmemorizing emotions that, we, that exist in the body and then reconditioning the body to a new mind or to a new emotion. It requires moving from the past and the energy of the past to moving into the energy of the future. So if people were interested in really understanding the process of meditation, it works along that same line. First thing we have to do because 95% of who we are by the time we're 35 years old is a set of memorized behaviors, a set of emotional reactions, beliefs, and perceptions that run like automatic programs that's, that become part of our personality. So 95% of who we are is a set of memorized automatic subconscious programs. So when a person wants to change, they're using 5% of their conscious mind to go against 95% of what they've memorized. And that's because over time, if we keep doing the same things over and over again, we condition the body to be the mind. And when the body is a mind, the mind, that's called a habit. So <clears throat> now when a person tries to think positively, but they've been feeling negatively for the last 25 years, yeah. and the body has memorized negativity, change becomes very difficult. So when I, what do I mean when I say the body becomes the mind? Well, if uh, I, you'd have to be over 35 for this, but if you can't consciously remember a phone number, but you walk over to the receiver and you pick it up and you let your fingers dial the number, how does that happen? You've practiced it so many times that your body knows better than your brain. And 95% of who we are is a set of behaviors which the body has become the mind. So a person's going to want to say an affirmation that they're a good person with all of their conscious mind, but they're going to feel guilty. That's mind and body in opposition. So we have to recondition the body to a new mind. Now, this is where meditation comes in because if you eliminate the external environment and you're no longer seeing people or seeing your external world and you play a little soft music in the background, you're no longer hearing things that keeps you plugged into the same life, and you begin to sit and observe the thoughts that you typically think that you probably are too distracted by because of your external world, and you begin to notice the behaviors or observe your actions and habits, and you begin to become conscious of those unconscious states, and you begin to look at the emotions that are really just chemical records of the past, and you see that those emotions pretty much drive your behaviors. 
as you begin to become familiar with and you observe those states, you're beginning to separate yourself from the program because if you're observing them, it means you're no longer the program but the consciousness observing the program. So the first part of meditation is to become familiar with the propensities, the thoughts, the behaviors and emotions of the old self and to become so aware of them that you would not go unconscious in your waking day again. Now, once you begin to clean the board off, the chalkboard off, you begin to decide who you do want to be, how you do want to think, how you do want to act. And as you begin to contemplate new ways of being, your brain begins to fire in new sequences and new patterns and new combinations. And whenever we make the brain work differently, we're changing our mind. Mind is the brain in action. And if we remind ourselves every day who we do want to be, nerve cells that fire together begin to wire together. And we begin to neurologically change the brain to look like we are already that person. Now, if we say to ourselves, we're not going to get up from this meditation until I am this person, there will come a moment where you will begin to feel like that person. The moment the thought becomes the feeling, you're beginning to recondition the body to a new mind. And if you can remind yourself how, you're, how you do want to think and feel every day, there'll come a moment where you'll move into a state of being. Now, if you can get up from your meditation differently than when you sat down, then neurologically, biologically, chemically, genetically, and in the quantum field, you're different than when you uh, sat, uh, began the process that new state of being is a new personality, and if you can maintain that state your entire day, you are living greater than your environment. You're living greater than the memories in the body. You're living in a whole new line of time. And if we can do that every day, we begin to create new opportunities and new circumstances that reflect who we're being. And I think the most difficult part, as I said, is really making the time to do it. If we made the time to do it and began to experiment in our life, like Instead of the environment controlling how I think and feel, that's cause and effect, let's see if I change how I think and feel, if it could cause an effect. Now, that's the difference between living by the Darwinian, Newtonian laws of cause and effect to all of a sudden living by the quantum model of reality of causing an effect. And every person uh, is, uh, has the ability to do this. We come with all the neurological and biological machinery to make this happen. Well, I mean, this is such a great reminder. I mean, it's kind of interesting, isn't it, Dr. Joe, when, you know, we talk about, look, you know, we're talking about time, taking time. And, you know, we hear this a lot. In order for us to take time, don't we have to truly value the essence of who we are? Otherwise, what we're doing is we're putting everybody ahead of us. You know, we're putting the job. We don't think that we're worth taking 5, 10, maybe 15 minutes out of the day uh, to do the kinds of things that uh, you're talking about. I mean, isn't that in itself a way of thinking that stops us from taking... Well, it's actually a way of being because when we don't... A way of being. When we're obsessing about the fact that we have no time, then for the most part, we're living in those survival hormones, those stress hormones, and our self... Uh, we're, we're addicted to a certain state of being that we have to keep reaffirming that state of being because there's never enough time, there's never enough money, there's never enough energy. And so we're living in the, 
in a world where we're using a primitive nervous system to try to get what we want, and we come up against a lot of limitations. We're, we're not using a greater resource. And so living in that state of creation is when you say, look, let me ask myself a simple question. Now, by living in this state, is it loving to me? By living in this state of mind, does this really support me? Is this loving to me? And if I could sit down and become somebody else and break these, uh, these chemicals from my being, wouldn't it be a greater service to my family, a greater service to my coworkers, a greater service to my community, and a greater, a greater contribution to the world? So when we live in this creative state, then we have to really sit down and stop those programs. And, and we can always come up with a reason why we shouldn't do it. And, when, when we talk ourselves out of greatness, when we talk ourselves out of possibility, we trade that possibility for some emotion so that we can remember who we think we are as that same personality. And we argue for our limitations. We give excuses why it's so hard. We blame our past, our parents, our culture, whatever it is. But the bottom line is, is that sooner or later we still have to change. And I think that, as we were talking about on the break, most people wait for tri uh, crisis or tragedy or loss or disease or diagnosis to finally really get about the business of change. We reach such a lower denominator that we finally, the ego becomes so bruised, we start to say, God, let me, <laughs> let me examine who I'm being here and let me look at if this really works. And so we can learn and change in a state of pain and suffering or we can learn and change in a state of joy and inspiration. And my message is simple. Why wait? Why wait to that point? I love it. You know, one of the things we'll talk about when we come back um, is uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza did a great job. He has a four-week program he talks about in the book. And, you know, we're going to talk about how we can get started, start to change our life, and what, what does that mean? And, you know, I love the way you've done this. First of all, I, I love this book. It is not only takes us on a journey of how things work, but gives us an opportunity through understanding this to literally change our ways of being and breaking these habits almost immediately. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be talking about what does it mean to start this four-week program? And by the way, what does it mean to truly step in, truly step in, lose your mind to create a new one? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. What would it take for you to feel free and know that you have all the time you need to fulfill your destiny and live the life of your dreams? 
Wouldn't it be wonderful to be in this state of being every single day? Learn how to develop this profound knowing and this skill by cultivating gratitude in your daily life. Each moment, you have a choice. Take the time now. In this present moment, to open yourself to more valuable time for you. Use our gratitude journal, graced with our bungee bookmark, infused with the essence of gratitude, and write down what you are grateful for. This daily practice will transform your life and shift your reality. Offer yourself this amazing gift of gratitude and transform your own life in health, creativity, wealth, and enriched relationships. Visit our Gratitude Living Boutique at explorationgratitude.com. The root cause of disease is not what you think. Doctors are treating the symptoms, not the root cause, because they haven't been trained to do so. Dr. Alex Lloyd has developed a simple technique that has saved thousands of people from lives of frustrating and debilitating illnesses. This technique has been featured on national broadcast and cable television in People, Time, and USA Today. If you are ready to heal and tired of being treated, visit DrAlexHealingCodes.com, where you will find free, life-changing information. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. And Dr. Joe Dispenza, great book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, How to Lose Your Mind and Create a New One. You know, this idea of losing your mind and creating a new one, I think what you've done, Dr. Joe, um, is you really put a program together that people can follow based on the book. And what I want to say is I love, love, love how you've really taken some of these complex things to understand and created diagrams for people. Um, you know, I mean, it's so extremely helpful, at least for somebody like me. You know, when you outline uh, and you show how emotions are memorized, it just it just makes so much sense. Tell everybody about the program and um, what's involved and how they can begin immediately. Sure. Well, uh, the book really is uh, a extension of the workshops that we've been teaching around the world for the last four years or five years or so, and. It's the practical. It's, uh, it is the companion book to Evolve Your Brain. And we decided when we put this book together that instead of overwhelming people with so many things that they had to do, that if we decided to do it in a four-week program and they got proficient or familiar with each step and then built on the next step the following week and then built on the next step on those previous two steps the following week, that in time they would begin to develop a skill. And just like anything we learn, if you're learning how to play golf or tennis or cook a new recipe, you go through individual steps, and if you keep practicing them over time, it becomes one step. Your golf swing looks like one step. You're, you cook the, uh, the uh, Thai cuisine, and it's no longer step-by-step process. You're actually just trusting the process, and you're doing it in one fluid step. And so... We, we developed it so that people weren't overwhelmed, that they uh, would become, begin to become more proficient at what they were doing. And um, we used a lot of information in the first uh, part of the book to demystify it so that when people actually do do the steps, they understand exactly what they're doing and why. So there's nothing left to conjecture, to dogma, to belief. It actually is uh, a, a clear understanding for them. 
Well, you know, this is part of, of what I think everybody really looks forward to. I mean, I don't think that we really want to live a life that feels bad. I, you know, I don't know that anybody that I've ever talked to, even my dad, as grumpy as he could be, right, Dr. Joe? I don't think my dad really uh, wanted to, you know, get up in the morning and feel bad about himself from whatever was going on. Um, no, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not bad. Maybe it's just we become so accustomed to right. familiar states and feelings that to trade that feeling for something else would mean you'd have to step out into the unknown. Ugh. And so if people think certain thoughts that make certain chemicals for them to feel the way they feel and then they feel that way they think more thoughts, that chemical loop of thinking and feeling, that state of being that's created after 20 or 30 years becomes very, very routine and familiar. And so then the moment a person wants to change and they stop thinking the same way and feeling the same way, the body, which has become the mind, goes into chaos. And so the moment they start feeling uh, disoriented or they start feeling differently than they have, they try to reaffirm that same feeling to remember who we are. So if the feeling tends to be bad, then it's difficult to trade a bad feeling for something unknown. And so this is where people get accustomed to uh, being a personality for the rest of their life. Wow. You know, one of the things that is um, is so important for us to realize, I think, and especially, you know, based on some of the things that, that, that you have written in the book, is to really understand what we are experiencing. Don't you think, Dr. Joe, we're really good at really, what's the word I want to use, stuffing our feelings and emotions? And yet at the same time, if we do that, we're never going to really feel, uh, figure out what's going on, are we? Well, look, feelings and emotions are the end product of experiences, and we remember experiences better because we remember how they feel. And so instead of running and turning the television on or suppressing an emotion or getting on the computer to distract you or calling somebody on the phone, to really sit with that feeling and actually look at what it looks like in the body and begin to observe it so that you can move through that feeling because we can't go to a new future holding on to the emotions of the past. We have to let go of those emotions so that we can actually envision a new future. I love it. Dr. Joe Dispenza, everyone. Dr. Joe, one last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? Oh, gosh, I think that uh, we are all divine creators and that um, when we begin to remove these layers and these masks and these habits and these emotions that block the flow of that divine intelligence within us, when we begin to make room for it and overcome ourselves, it begins to leak out of us and we begin to become more like it. We begin to become more loving because that's its mind. We become more giving because that's its mind. We become more conscious because that's its mind. We become more willful. It's its mind. So I think the greatest, our purpose in life is really to express the divine through us. And hopefully I've, I've made somewhat of a contribution to inspire people to do the same. Absolutely, you have. I love this book, Dr. Joe. Thank you so much for being a guest on the show. It's really great to have you here. Thank you, Dr. Pat. I appreciate you. Well, I'll tell you what. This is the book. You want to want to pick this up and uh, make sure that uh, this is on your list of books to read, not only uh, just because it's so educationally informative, but it will help you change your life. 
Um, his program, four-week program in the back of the book uh, is just amazing. So remember, you do have the power to choose. Choose to break the habit of being yourself, as Dr. Joe would say. We'll see you next time on The Dr. Pat Show. Thank you for joining us today for The Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live every Thursday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific on voiceamerica.com and Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KKNW AM 1150. So join Dr. Pat live or listen 24-7 at www.thedrpatshow.com. Transformation Talk Radio. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. I was dealing with anxiety and depression, and nothing seemed to help me. Then I started to work with Dr. Schaub's Breakthrough Program. In just a few sessions, he helped me to finally understand and heal the deeper root cause of my challenges. As a result, I feel more centered and confident than ever before. And now I have the tools which will continue to support me throughout my life's journey. Dr. Schaub's approach has changed my life. Hello, I'm Dr. Friedman Schaub, and I work with people across the globe to help them break through anxiety and depression and access their true potential. If you are ready to bring back confidence, joy, and meaning in your life, call us to schedule a free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. That's 866-903-6463. Or visit our website at CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. We all want deeper, more intimate relationships. But how do we create successful relationships and maintain strong connections? Peter Kane has some real answers. Author of The Monogamy Challenge, Creating and Keeping Intimacy, Peter is one of the original breath workers and relationship trainers with over 30 years' experience. Breathe, relax, or create intimacy and keep it thriving. Visit PeterKane.org or contact Peter Kane at 425 802 2050. Cancer is complex. Chemotherapy is no longer just enough. You need doctors with an integrative, holistic approach supporting you. Your immune system, emotions, and healthy cells need all the help they can get through nutrition, immunotherapy, IV vitamin C, and more. At Holistique Medical Center, you find it all. Dr. Darvish, the medical director, is the only doctor in Washington formally trained in integrative cancer therapies. Visit Dr. Darvish at drdarvish.com. That's drdarvish.com. Have you ever wanted to join a yoga class, yet felt self-conscious or simply didn't have the time? Now you can bring live kundalini yoga into your home with KRI-certified Dr. Ann Taylor. You will learn a scientific technology of movement, mantra, meditation, and breathing techniques designed to balance your mind, body, and spirit. Sign up today for our free newsletter 
and receive your first class free. Visit Ann with an E, Taylor.com. Hi, my name is Dr. Dane here from Access Consciousness. Are you a seeker, a dreamer, one of those people who's always known that there should be greater possibilities available but haven't yet been able to create it as your life? I'd like to help. Go to creatinggreaterpossibilities.com where there's a free video and audio series created especially for you. Once again, creatinggreaterpossibilities.com. It's free and it's designed to give you the actual tools that you need to create the life you've always been looking for. creatinggreaterpossibilities.com. 